morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Friday. We made it fourth day of December 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It's also the final day for Santa Sec. <laughs> oh, don't cry. It's been six weeks, Big J. Six full solid weeks of sackness. And so uh, it all wraps up today with the biggest sack ever. You have four more chances to qualify. And then the final grand prize winner will be selected today to win Santa's biggest sack. It's got the huge TV. It's got the sound system. It's got the smart speaker. It's got the tablet. It's got the fire stick. And it also has the Xbox One X. Brand new, ready to go for you. It's a whole setup for wherever you want to put it. Actually, it's probably, quite frankly, ideal for multiple rooms. Because the smart TV is a smart TV, so it doesn't really need the fire stick. So you can use the fire stick on another TV, you understand? Yeah, you can jab that thing right into your skull. And don't do that. And the smart speaker is not going to help your TV, so you can put that in, like, your bathroom or something, right? Well, no, the smart speaker would help your TV. It's a sound bar. Oh, you mean the Echo Dot? Yes. Yeah, yeah. You can put that in your bathroom. Yes. Or in your uh, your gift wrapping station area. Uh, that's a rich person's thing, Big J. Uh, nobody has a gift wrapping station area except for you, I think. Okay. A particular area set up. Just I mean, so I you wish my gifts. house is as big as I feel like it should be. <laughs> when you say it that way, but. <laughs> well, I mean, you do have a whole. Well, uh, you know, it, what happened is you you had a child move out, so now you have an office. Right. As yeah. To the bedroom. That makes me rich in some regard. Sure. Yeah. An office is nice. Uh, having a, a gift wrapping station, I guess, is debatable. But is it being used? <laughs> yeah, I used it last night. There you go. How many gifts did you wrap? It's about seven or eight. That's a lot, man. Good for you. Yeah. And you're still, I, uh, I mean, you're 20 days away yet. So there's plenty more to come, I'm sure. Yep. Or was that the... I wrapped uh, my own damn gift. Okay. Why? Because I want at least a present under the tree, you see? Did you pick this out for you? (laughs) I mean, I asked for it, Uh and then, you know, I mean, I get alerts on my Amazon. We share the same Amazon, so I saw that it was coming to the house. Okay. So, yeah, I know what it is. So when it came, you opened it? No, I did not open it. Oh, you just... It's still in the Amazon box. Okay. Oh, you're just wrapping Amazon boxes? (laughs) Well, some of them are. You want me to itemize it right here? I can. Well, no, I don't want you. I, I just thought that you know, usually, uh, you know, you unpack what's in the Amazon box and then wrap what's. I felt present. like that was going too far for gotcha. my own gift. For your own gift, yes, right. probably. If you knew that's what's inside of it. Uh, today on the show, we also will get a life lesson from Big J. We will have some fun with Pop Culture Smackdown. We're gonna go to hell, all that stuff, and we're gonna play music, music like Nine Inch Nails. It's head like a hole to kick off the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery and their raffle. The million dollar raffle is going on right now. It'll happen at the end of the year. Somebody's guaranteed to win a million bucks. It might as well be you. So pick up your raffle ticket and an Idaho Lottery retailer near you. They're on sale right now. State and local health officials reported 1,384 new confirmed and 457 new probable cases. That's a total of 1,841 new cases. Yesterday, since the pandemic began, there's now more than 90,000 people that have tested positive for sure. We're well over 100,000 if you factor in the probables. 
of the new cases, Ada County by far uh, in the lead, 356. Canyon County had 159. Also on Thursday, the state reported 23 additional coronavirus-related deaths. Eight of the deaths reported in Ada County, three each in Canyon and Hawaii counties. And then now, this afternoon, the Central District Health Board is going to have a vote this Friday on a proposed uh, health order for Ada, Boise, Elmore, and Valley counties. The order looks similar but not identical to the health advisory that's kind of already in place specifically in and around Boise. Uh, If approved by the board, the order would limit social gatherings pretty much statewide uh, to fewer than 10 people. Uh, It would also limit interactions with restaurants, bars, breweries, distilleries, etc. Probably rolling things back to curbside and delivery available only. No in-person stuff, but all of that stuff is yet to be decided this afternoon. So there will be a meeting this afternoon to see what they need to do to at least try to curb the number which continues to go up uh yeah everybody needs to consider for some just a second the number of deaths that are happening and the fact that that's unusual on a daily basis especially in a place of the size of just ada county in canyon county and they've run out of space in the morgue yeah so what does that tell you that tells you that this is unusual and we need to take steps to curb it immediately. And that's uncomfortable, but you just can't have dead bodies piling up and putting them in reefer trailers. That's not right. And and it's it's upon us as individuals to get it through uh, to everybody that this is something you need to take seriously already. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, it's been... <sighs> Well, it's been 10 months, Big J, and there are still plenty of people that uh, aren't taking it seriously. And I, I'm not sure what it's going to take to convince those people. Uh, I don't think it ever will. Uh, you know, it is one of those things where, you know, for the most part, you are entitled to your opinion, unless what you're doing is endangering a bunch of people. Then you're just an a-hole. Keep that in mind, too. Uh, so, you know, figure this stuff out and try to do your best. But we're at the point now where it, it's going to be out of our hands because it's been in our hands for uh, at least eight months. And we have fumbled the ball dramatically. Uh, and uh, and unfortunately, there are plenty of people that still don't see it that way. Uh, and I don't think they ever will. And so the question then becomes, what do you do <laughs> when there's a uh, very vocal but small, I would think, part of the population that just doesn't get it? And they won't, you know, I mean, whether uh, it's very clear that these are the people that haven't had somebody close to them that's been impacted by it, uh, because that story changes pretty quick when they do. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, You you can find 18 stories a day for somebody that thought it was a a joke until they got it or until their parents got it or uh, until their grandfather died from it or whatever the case may be. So it's almost, you know, it's probably not surprising in a me first society that we have to be personally affected by something for it to actually matter to us. But that's the case that it appears to be, which is incredibly sad. Either way, uh, decisions will be made this afternoon and it will have an impact on, again, Treasure Valley businesses and gatherings and things like that. So keep an eye on the news this afternoon. Some important things are going to shake down. Big J. Anthony Davis is rich. He is finalizing a new five-year deal with the Lakers. According to ESPN, the deal is said to be worth $190 million. Uh, Davis spent seven seasons in New Orleans before uh, winning a championship with the Lakers last year. 
So he's going to cash in for it. That's going to make him a very, very rich man. Probably not surprising. BBC is doing a uh, comic version of Cinderella, Big J. And some of the biggest stars uh, currently on the BBC are going to be a part of it. Olivia Coleman, who is in The Crown, and Anna Taylor-Joy, who is currently in The Queen's Gambit, have signed on to be the leads in the Cinderella, a comic relief pantomime that they are putting together. Coleman will play the fairy godmother while Taylor Joy plays the title role. So that is something you can look forward to if you enjoy comic redos of old tales. Cinderella for comic relief. So it's for charity. too. <laughs> Big J's life lesson on the morning after with Nick and Big J. In today's life lesson, Nick, is kind of more of an announcement situation. I'm not going to be here for a couple of life lessons, taking some vacation here as we get close to the holidays. And uh, later this afternoon on my Big J official page, uh, personality page, I'm going to make a big announcement. And I thought, hey, uh, this is probably the perfect place to do the spoiler version of that for all the amazing people who have supported uh, Nick, uh, yourself, and my own uh, causes that we have uh, taken up and and raised a flag for. And and we couldn't do it without all of you listening. And I thought it would be a really cool opportunity to share that with you. And... um, Last year, I had the chance to to do something. Uh, I did a live stream called The Longest Hall on the Longest Day. Now, The Longest Day is an event organized by the Alzheimer's Association, and uh, it's an event to raise money, much like the Walk to End Alzheimer's that you've heard me talk about. The Longest Day is another event that they do every year uh, on June 20th. Uh, which is a summer solstice and uh i you know i was so much fun to do that longest haul and and it was playing american truck simulators doing you know streaming games it was silly but raised 1500 bucks and and out of that uh, i got to know some people there at the alzheimer's association really really well and they reached out to me nick and and they asked uh, if i would be the committee chair for the longest day for 2021. And uh, I was kind of blown away because it's a huge responsibility. And uh, I don't know if they listen to the morning show. <laughs> they have and they get it. So uh, I was like, wow, okay. And, and to me, you know, I lost my mom to Alzheimer's um, uh, two years ago in, in 2018. And, and even before that, you know, she had been living with dementia for quite some time. And so helping and supporting the Alzheimer's Association was, uh, you know, really important to me and that's something that you have to have when you're doing something like being committee chair and uh there's going to be quite a few things that i need to do i've got to fill the rest of a committee of people nick of volunteers i gotta recruit and do all kinds of things there's a lot of work that's going to go into this but it's going to be a labor of love and the cool thing about the longest day is that it takes all the stuff that you do in your life uh you know you don't have to gather together uh like the walk for example, you, you maybe it's your hobby or whatever. You can take that and turn it into a charity opportunity to raise money. And, and they've really made some amazing gains in the world of research for Alzheimer's. And um, it, it's really moving quite quickly. And I know it's a tough year to be asking for uh, charitable donations and so, those sort of things. But we have to keep the momentum going because uh, it's getting really close to finding some major breakthroughs. And, and even now they can do some testing to see if you will end up having Alzheimer's. It's a really amazing thing. And that wouldn't be possible without this research money. So that's what I'm going to be doing. And uh, today, later on my stream at 3 o'clock on the official Big J page, that's what it's called, the official B-I-G-J page. 
I'll, I'll share the link to the Morning After Facebook page so people can watch if they want. But uh, we'll talk about that. And there's some people who I'm going to be asking uh, at some point here to be helping out. And um, if you want to you know, help volunteer, then, hey, reach out and get get at us. You can do that several different ways. You can send me an email, bigjadexrock.com, et cetera. But I'm super excited about it. I'm nervous about it because it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But I'll also be doing The Longest Haul 2. Which uh, will be a lot of fun. This last year, we, you know, I interviewed Brent Smith, Rick DeJesus, uh, Mixie Merritt from Stitched Up Heart, uh, the, uh, one of the guys, Chris from Crowbot. So it was a really fun experience. Going to plan on doing it bigger and better um, on June 20th. So that's in the works as well. Very nice. Congratulations, my friend. Thanks, man. And a committee chair. I know. When last we talked, you weren't sure what that meant. Do you have a little bit clearer definition? Yes. Good. Yeah. Does it make it more uh, scary? Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot There's a lot writing on that, especially the goal we've set is pretty lofty. So uh, it's, it's the, the, uh, the thing is, is finding people to uh, help and, and um, encourage other people to get in there and do some stuff. We've got some some work to do but i'm excited to get to it very nice very nice congratulations my friend there's your life lesson courtesy of big j here on the x rocks we got ourselves some important stuff coming up on the morning after with nick and big j despite the year 2020 being one of a lot of people mostly staying home People still getting a bunch of cosmetic procedures in 2020 big j yeah man because nothing will ever stop us from looking in the mirror going who's ever going to love this and so it is time for your top 2020 medical procedures in the United States for plastic surgery are you ready? I'm ready number one, Botox injections number two liposuction Oh man. three, tummy tucks four, Brazilian butt lifts, you've had those no, five, rhinoplasties Yes. Six, breast enlargement surgeries. Seven, hair transplants. Eight, air or lip filters, I should say. Nine, mommy makeovers, whatever that is. What the hell is that? Ten, breast reduction surgeries. Eleven, facelifts. Twelve, butt implants. Thirteen is breast reduction surgeries for men. And fourteen, beard transplants. What? No. (laughs) What? You pansies. Grow your own beard. The same procedures were the most popular in 11 other countries, uh, not just the U.S., but the order of them varied. For example, in Canada, Botox was top, followed by rhinoplasty and then hair transplants. So uh, what has we've seen in quarantine has been a surge in interest in surgery on your face and your body. So I don't know why. We try to have these conversations all the time, but they don't appear to be helping. I didn't hear calf implants on there. No calf implants. They're not there. I'm sure they're there. They're just not in the top 14 in the United States. Mm. Maybe it's 15 or 17. Why, you think? Can you kick it around calf implants? Yeah. No. Good. Seattle Seahawks wide receiver Josh Gordon, currently on suspension, has been reinstated by the NFL. Let's do this again, shall we? Yay. He will be allowed to play the final two weeks of the regular season, according to Fox Sports. Gordon is 29. He's considered to be a promising player, but keeps being suspended. Five times he's been suspended because of substance abuse violations. So maybe... uh, Six times a charm? Could be. Could be. I'm not sure. We'll see if he even gets on the field, I suppose. We'd like to explain why there's uh, no Thursday night football last night, but, uh, you know, it's pretty complicated. So let's just say that because of schedule shuffling made necessary by the pandemic, the good news is 
If there is some, you've got a Monday night doubleheader coming up. Our favorite. Washington scheduled to play Pittsburgh starting at around 3 p.m. our time on Fox. And then the Bills play the 49ers at around 7.15 on ESPN. But they're actually playing in Glendale, Arizona, home of the Cardinals, because Levi Stadium is out of bounds right now, also due to the pandemic. And you'll have Tuesday night football. Uh, whereas the Ravens are going to be playing uh, the Cowboys on Tuesday night. And so the Ravens still aren't sure if, A, Lamar Jackson will be available because that's really right on the edge of the COVID-19 protocol stuff, and, B, whether or not Robert Griffin III is going to be available because he suffered a hamstring injury in the fourth quarter of the game on Wednesday. And so we could have a Tuesday night football matchup of uh, really, really backup quarterbacks and uh, teams that are underperforming right now. So this is the state of the sport that we enjoy so much. That's on the way coming up this week. It should be a very interesting one, to say the least. Big J, huge news rocking the entertainment world yesterday. Fans and a bunch of uh, people that that really didn't think this was going to happen are kind of shook after learning that Warner Brothers is basically just going to send its entire slate of films in 2021 to HBO Max and theaters simultaneously. They are doing pretty much what they're doing with Wonder Woman 1984 with every single movie that they're going to release next year, which means you can see the movie in the theater if you want, or you can watch it at home, depending on whether or not theaters are open. Warner Brothers announced last month that Wonder Woman 1984 would land on HBO Max and in theaters the same time on Christmas Day. Most thought that was a blip, but nope. What movies are being released on HBO Max? Well, uh, The Matrix 4, the Dune remake, uh, the In the Heights musical that was being put together, the Sopranos peak prequel that they were planning on releasing in the theaters, uh, Denzel Washington's The Little Thing, the Tom and Jerry live-action movie, Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat, and James Gunn's The Suicide Squad all going to be available on HBO Max right out the gate. Damn. With no additional cost to you, just as a subscriber. Warner Media Chair and CEO Ann Sarnoff referred to the model as a unique one-year plan, saying that they won't extend it into 2022, but they're living in unprecedented times, and that calls for creative solutions. And they said that nobody wants films back on the big screen more than we do, but we do know that new content is the lifeblood of theatrical exhibition. And they're right! Yeah. You have to have new movies in theaters if you want people to go see them, and right now they're just not happening. And so that's a big reason why nobody's going to the movies is because there's not any movies really being played. And so there's this to combat it. So they're going to try to roll it out in whatever movie theaters are open. But if you feel like it's not safe enough for you to want to go, then you've got the option to watch these movies at home and watch them multiple times that way, too. Because the HBO Max model means it's no additional cost. So this could be a huge coup for HBO Max as well getting a lot of people to sign up for the service and be a part of it because there's some pretty big movies that are part of this package, yes? Uh, yeah, well, the biggest. Yeah. Well, not that are Marvel, but yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, but no, yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, they would be huge blockbusters at the box office. Yes, exactly right. Uh, so, uh, something to look forward to in 2021 and something to think about when you're trying to pick a streaming service you want to continue to subscribe to. Hell, and you know it! The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Big J, we are headed to Kentucky for today's We're Going to Hell story. And small businesses across the country already have it difficult enough. You understand? Yep. It is hard to make ends meet these days because of what's happening. 
Uh, they don't need to be, have things made any harder on people that are looking for things that don't exist and they get super upset when they can't find them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody needs to deal with that. But that is the story of Jeffrey Trent, who is 46 years old. And uh, he went to a barber shop, Big J, kind of like a, a corner barber shop. Looks like a fairly small place for what I can only describe as a miracle cure, I guess. Because Jeffrey Trent is 46 years old, and he's also bald. Like, I mean, you know, he looks like he voluntarily shaves his head. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. He's got the bald look, and at least I, from his mugshot, anyway. He looks like a fairly, you know, normal-looking dude just decided to shave his head. Well, apparently, according to court citations, he went into the Frame Clinic and Gallery, which is a barber shop. Around 10.40 a.m. earlier this week and walked up to the counter and asked for a, quote, product to bring his hair back. The employee at the salon, which is also an art gallery for local artists, uh, told Trent that, you know, we don't have any magic potions that will bring Ooh. your hair oh, no. back, man. Honesty. And and he goes, that doesn't exist. He goes, there's a bunch of like, you know, snake oil out there that you can that say you can rub this on your head and it will magically grow hair, but he's like, We don't A sell that here and B, I don't think that works. And Jeffrey's like, You're telling me that my hair's not gonna grow back? And he's like, Guy, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just telling you, I don't have whatever potion you want to rub on your head to make your hair magically grow I could take your money but I don't want to do that and it was right around that point that apparently Trent became belligerent and created a disturbance inside the business by knocking over pretty much everything he saw you understand yeah and so he was breaking frames and knocking over barber chairs and it just wasn't a good look so of course the business had to call police Police showed up. They were able to arrest Mr. Trent. Uh, by the way, in case you're curious, in jail records, his hair color is listed as bald. And he was booked into the... That's a hair color? <laughs> I guess that's what you have to put in when somebody doesn't have any hair, right? Right, I guess. Uh, he is still behind bars. And so there's that. And he still is apparently without the ability to grow hair. So he didn't win that argument anyway. But I'm not sure what he was looking for. Police don't think that alcohol or drugs played a part. Maybe he just wanted a magic cure-all for his baldness and couldn't find it. Either way, unfortunately, the uh, the small barbershop paid the price for <laughs> just allowing somebody to walk in off the street. And be an artist. So, yeah, exactly. I mean, I guess he could have... Yeah. Here, take the shaving cream. Right. It'll work. Put, just rub this on your head six times for six weeks, and, uh, and you should be good to go. And then just uh, make sure you you move your shop, I guess, in six weeks, and he comes back pissed. Either way, not a good look, and not very respectful to a local business either. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your "We're Going to Hell" story. It is the X Rock. <laughs> Rage against the machine, killing in the name of here on 100.3, the X Rocks, and the morning after with Nick and Big J. I think we can all agree that the world is. Much, much different than it was eight months ago, Big J. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's a different place. Lots of different things have happened. But, uh, you know, we've all kind of been at least somewhat along for the ride. And I want to tell you a story about four college students that very much 
did not have that same benefits uh, that recently came to light this week because uh, their work had been completed. These four students go to college at the University of Hawaii. You've heard of it, right? Oh, sure. In Honolulu. Yeah. And uh, they are uh, somebody that takes place in something called a atoll. A remote atoll is a basic, uh, it's kind of like a wildlife preserve that uh, students sign up for. And what happens is they they basically put on an internship where they are sent to this very remote atoll in the Pacific Ocean. And they keep track, uh, mostly in this particular case, of birds and species of birds that are in this particular uh, island and so they are there to check the environment the migration effects of the birds to make sure they have everything that they need and then to kind of keep track and write papers on their results in order to get their master's degree you understand yeah and so what ended up happening was they had four students that were doing this program that were ready to take up their uh remote atoll kind of time and their time was six months big j and the one thing that you have to know about this remote atoll is there's no internet, there's no electricity, there's no email, there's no uh, cell phone service, there's none of that stuff. They're basically there with laptops and they have to keep track of things that are happening uh, with their birds and uh, there's four of them and that's how they kind of pass the time, I guess. And so what ended up happening was at the beginning of February, these four students ended up going to this remote atoll. They uh, got some notification from uh, the outside world that they are going to have to stay a little bit longer than they had anticipated because their relief team wasn't ready to come in to relieve them. And so they needed them to stay up until the beginning of December. And so it was supposed to be six months. It turned into eight months that they were stuck out there. No TV, no cell service. Again, no Internet. Uh, basically, they had no contact with the outside world. And they were released on uh, December the 1st. Their their backup uh, team came in, and they were ready to go. And obviously, when they came out, Big J, <laughs> it was a whole new world from when they actually went inside. Wait, wait no. What, what probably happened is the uh, the relief team comes in and tells them what's going on, and they don't believe. They think it's a practical joke. You would have to. Yeah, well, I like, mean, no. Here, according to the, the people that were involved, obviously it was the beginning of February, so they had heard of coronavirus, right? I mean, uh, sure. it was a thing that was happening over there in, in China, and it had made its way over at the very beginning to New York at that point. And, but it wasn't at the point, obviously, where it was widespread, it was countrywide and all yeah, that kind we, of stuff. Yeah, we've been through swine flu and SARS, too, those sort of things where, uh, yeah, they were concerning, but they didn't get to this level, obviously. And uh, when they, they got the notice, like, uh, the end of last week, and they're like, listen, your relief team is coming in, but here's the thing. Uh, you are familiar with COVID, so there was kind of like a briefing of what was going on and the fact that even after they uh, they ended up going back to their homes, they had to have... 14-day quarantine because they were traveling and they were all part and you know they be maybe more susceptible than, than other people who knows because they haven't been around anybody uh in the last eight months and so they they all thought it was some kind of crazy thing when they got out but they were they had no idea the kind of state of you know problems that the united states had with this thing when they got out of the actual atoll so now they're all back with their families. They're in the middle of the quarantine kind of stuff right now as they are doing kind of a couple of interviews from uh, hotel rooms. One of them is from New Zealand. He wanted to fly back home, and that's why he's also in quarantine, just to make sure everything's okay because he had to take a big old flight across the country, and he wanted to make sure he wanted to keep his family safe. So he's in a hotel for seven more days until he can see his family. But uh, it's crazy to see 
these people coming out and not knowing what the world was like when they went in and it being a completely and totally different place uh, when you come out of this particular assignment. So it's got to be crazy. Freaky. Got to be crazy, to say the least. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, your important stuff. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Like I said, as we reach the end of the year, even though it's been a weird one, we're going to get a bunch of best of 2020 lists or most popular things in 2020. And sure enough, Hagadas, the ice cream company, has released the most popular flavor of 2020, according to their report. And it doesn't matter how many years go by, pandemic or not, the flavor that is the favorite in the United States never changes. Rocky Road? Nope. No. Oh. I don't even know if that's a flavor. You Hagen don't know. Rocket. No, sure. Any guy to company is Rocky Road. But uh, the most popular flavor, any guesses outside of Rocky Road? It's always the answer Cherry to your trivia question. No, no, that you're thinking of Ben and Jerry's. Okay. I don't, uh, Sherbert. Sherbert's not a flavor of ice cream. Listen, have you guessed I don't eat Haagen-Dazs? Uh, no. No, I haven't. But it's still vanilla ice cream, as it always has been since the beginning of time. Uh, despite all the different flavors out there, vanilla ice cream continues to be number one. Number two, coffee. Number three, strawberry. Then in fourth place is the brand's exclusive vanilla milk chocolate almond bar flavor. But also, uh, they say that one of the top things people search for on haagen is ice cream delivery. 202% uptick more than the year before. And reported doubling their growth during the pandemic. Wow. People got depressed and they wanted to eat a bunch of ice cream. This makes sense. The survey found that uh, back in July, 60% of Americans say that ice cream is their ultimate comfort food during a troubling time. And so the number of ice cream sales going through the roof probably shouldn't surprise you. Vanilla being the most popular flavor also shouldn't surprise you, unless you're Big J. But either way, well done to Hawk and Dust for making themselves some money. Anthony Davis is going to be rich. He's going to sign a big contract with the Los Angeles Lakers. Looks like it's five years, $190 million, according to ESPN. He came to the Lakers last year after spending seven seasons in New Orleans. Looks like he's going to stick around for a while there in L.A. and get paid handsomely to do so. Well, Big J, uh, Carol Baskin finds herself back in the news because a volunteer at her big cat rescue near Tampa Nearly had her arm torn off by a tiger during a feeding, Big J. The, uh, the actual volunteer. I thought they didn't do that sort of thing there. The name is uh, Candy Cowser, and apparently a male tiger named Kimba got aggressive during a fib feeding. Kimba had been locked away from a section for several days as cameras were being installed there, and so she opened up the tunnel door at one end of the tunnel, and when she went to raise the second door, she saw that it was clipped shut. Now, that's the universal signal, apparently, to not open a gate without the coordinator coming to assist, but Candy said she just wasn't thinking when she reached in to unclip it. It is against the rules for anybody to stick any part of their body into a cage with a cat in it, but that's what happened. Kimba grabbed her arm and nearly tore it off right at the shoulder. Big J, hey, everybody. Uh, And so uh, they are dealing with that, and they are dealing with the fallout from it. So, yeah, I mean, listen, it's only a matter of time. before any big cat situation has got an attack. And here's your first one, for in a while anyway. And so uh, I'm not sure. Did she get eliminated from Dancing with the Stars? She must have, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So she's back on the uh, the farm, and it's not going well. 
Uh, the good news is Candy's going to be okay. It didn't actually rip the arm off, which is good, but yeah. got some pretty significant damage to it, as you would imagine when a tiger gets a hold of an appendage picture. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. All right, and one of uh, very few last chances to get qualified for Santa Sack as uh, that thing is being given away tonight with our buddy Randy. It is going to be pretty awesome because in it is an Echo Dot. You've got yourself uh, a... Uh, a, a uh, 20 or not a 10 inch uh, Kindle HD. You've got a 55 inch smart 4K TV, a sound bar to go with it, and Nick, an Xbox One X. And a fire stick. And a fire stick. I keep forgetting the fire stick. So that's a lot of booty right there in uh, Santa's sack. We'll also get you uh, our last $25 gift card to Papa Joe's Italian restaurant uh, here in the Treasure Valley. Go uh, check it out. Get yourself a pizza, maybe. Uh, a couple meatball sandwiches. It's very good, and you will win that guaranteed and quite possibly win the final Santa sack tonight if you can defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown. Our phone number, 208-287-1003. This will be Big J's final Pop Culture Smackdown of the year. So do you want to go out in a blaze of glory, pal? Well, yeah. All right. I always do. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes it is going down in a blaze of glory, that's for sure. Hello, the X. Down in a blaze of glory. Hello? Hello, what's your name, please? Bob. Bob, you're up first. Hey, Bob, recently Nabisco went cage-free with a brand-new design showing lions and zebras on packages of what kids-themed cookies? Uh, animal crackers. Right. Animal crackers is absolutely correct. Big J! Neil Patrick Harris played a female-obsessed character named Barney on what long-running sitcom? Wait, can can you repeat that question? Sure. Neil Patrick Harris played a female-obsessed character named Barney on what long-running sitcom? How I Met Your Mother. That is correct. Right. Bob, back to you. In the classic board game Monopoly, how much money, according to the rules, does a player receive for passing go? $100. $100 is... Wrong. Incorrect. I am sorry. A little bit more than that. Do you know the answer to this one, Big J? I don't think so. Oh, wow. Uh, Hello, the X. Hello, how's it going? Good. In the classic board game Monopoly, according to the rules, how much money does a player receive for passing go? Oh, yeah, I do. $200. Right. That is correct. What is your name, sir? Chad. Chad, you're taking on Big J. Big J, what other state's name can Kansas become by just adding two letters? Oh, man. Um... Just two letters, mm-hmm. add two letters, mm-hmm. and you have the same name as Kansas. No. No. What other state's name can Kansas become by adding two letters? Oh, boy. Um, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Because <laughs> you'd have to have a K in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's yeah. Um so, as a matter of fact, the whole state of Kansas is it. New Brunswick. New Brunswick. Wrong. That's a state of the American one state of New Brunswick. Time. No. Uh do you happen to know the answer, Chad? You win no matter what. Uh Arkansas? Arkansas. All right. AR to Kansas is Arkansas. I'd rather go to New Brunswick. <laughs> Congratulations, Chad. Hang on one second. You're the morning after's final qualifier for win Santa's sack today. 
You're also getting some Papa Joe's heading your way as well. Thanks to Papa Joe's the last couple weeks for uh, throwing some money on the show and getting people out to enjoy the great food out there. We appreciate it very much. We are going to come back with some headlines. That is next on the X-Rocks. Time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned superstore. GoTeamMazda.com is the website you can go to if you'd like to get started on your next newer used car adventure, updated inventory, fresh start credit button. It's all there at GoTeamMazda.com. Go check it out for yourself and get yourself into the newer used vehicle of your choice. Headlines are as follows. This should not end well. Let me take that back. This should end well. Okay. Thanks a lot, Sarah Jessica Parker, and quite the sight. Thanks a lot, Sarah Jessica Parker. A jogger from Australia was attacked by a damn kangaroo on Sunday in the Melbourne suburb of Beaconsfield. The woman named Tracy Noonan tells local media she thinks the attack had something to do with the Sarah Jessica Parker perfume she had spritzed on before leaving for her morning run. She an expert? She says she often sees kangaroos from afar on her jogs, but this particular one followed her and even jumped over three fences to get close to her. As she turned to flee, the kangaroo hit her right in the back, causing her to fall on the ground. She said then she then stood up and slowed inch, uh, slowly inched away, managing to distract the animal long enough to find safety inside a stranger's home. But then the kangaroo hung around for about a half an hour, just waiting for her to leave. Hey, hey, where are you going? Kangaroos scare the hell out of me. A local park ranger informed Noonan that it might have been her perfume that caused such an intense interest from the kangaroo because they are very much attacked or attracted to smells. So that could have been it. The perfume that she spritzed on before she left. So make sure you don't wear any perfume when you're around a uh, kangaroo, Big Jim. Smart. Why do they frighten you so much? I don't know. Just because they almost seem, you know, they're, first of all, not something you see around here. They're, you know, indigenous to Australia. And they just, they're just scary to me. They got little arms that punch, they kick. I mean, and I've heard stories and people should be scared of them. <laughs> Yeah, listen. Uh, yeah, they're not they're not friendly by by any stretch of the imagination. But still, sorry, they're an animal that looks like God's accident. Okay, that's not very nice. Well, this should end well or quite the sight. Quite the sight. Police in California responded to a report of a suspected burglary in progress and arrived to find the cause of the ruckus actually was caused by about a dozen raccoons fighting each other. The Richmond Police Department said two officers responded to the city corporation yard after an employee called authorities because there was banging on the outside and he had, to t- he had assumed that somebody was trying to get in. It was right outside the administration office door that sounded like a burglar looking to break into the actual office. Although mentally prepared to take action in an in-progress felony, the crime-fighting police were surprised to find approximately one dozen raccoons fighting each other. When challenged, all but one fled the uh, actual scene. Police said the breakup of the raccoon invasion was successful, and then they left the scene. But that has to be a pretty harrowing scene to see, like, some sort of weird uh, 12 raccoon battle royale in the middle of some sort of garbage yard. It's like watching a raccoon version of the Anchorman fight. Yeah. Everybody's got a weapon, and everybody's real scared. Do raccoons frighten you? No. Okay. Just making sure. You can kick them. Wrap it up with this should end well. A Nambian election was won by a man named Adolf Hitler, Big J. Fantastic. But the man says he has no plans for world domination. 
Adolf Hitler Yunana won 85% of the vote in his particular region, a former German colony, by the way, which is still home to a small, small German-speaking community, has several streets, places, and people that still have German names. Oana told local media that he has, quote, nothing to do with Nazi ideology, saying, my father named me after this man. He probably didn't understand what Adolf Hitler stood for. You change your name, man! As a child, I saw it as a totally normal name. Once, Only once I grew up did I understand that the man wanted to conquer the whole world and did terrible things to do so. No, 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 no. He He's added in charge of the Holocaust. That he usually goes by Adolf Yuana, but then was told that it would be too late to officially change his name on a ballot. But even still, like, that's not your, that's not your last name. Like, Adolf Hitler is your middle name, which is already problematic. But... Like, nobody goes by their first and middle name on a ballot. You know what I mean? That's not a thing. But maybe it is in Nambi. I'm not sure. Either way, Adolf Hitler is now part of the government there. So, great. That she didn't. Fantastic. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. We got ourselves one final look at traffic, though. Ohms by Deftones here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. On 100.3, the X-Rocks. Yeah, Nick, and uh, the other day, I think it was uh, Wednesday, I, you know, once I got home and I, I wasn't feeling that great, um, I don't know what it was, it was a little, uh, my tummy was a little rumbly, and so uh, I had uh, I told the wife I didn't feel that great, and she had some plans, and then I was, she wanted me to go with, but I'm like, I'm going to stay home, and so she went out and did her thing, and they ended up uh, at a restaurant, and so they were eating dinner, uh, and uh, I was at home, I was watching TV, and this is where the ring comes in not so handy sometimes, right? The ring camera? The ring cameras, gotcha. yeah. Uh, and I'm just sitting there uh, enjoying watching some TV, and I get a phone call from the wife. And she's like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm, I'm fine. Why? She goes, because there's an ambulance outside the house. And I'm like, what? And I go and I walk out because I, you know, I had seen a notification come up, but they come up all the time now. So I wasn't paying attention to it. So I go outside and look outside and granted it's dark out now. Uh Right. So it's, but even in the dark, it's got pretty good camera technology in this ring stick cam. But I look out and it's not an ambulance. It's an Amazon prime truck. (laughs) And I'm like, First of all, you can cl- and I went and looked at the ring uh, video and I'm like you can clearly see it's not an ambulance. You know, we had a couple we had an ambulance unfortunately uh, come to the neighborhood uh, a couple weeks ago so you can clearly know the difference. And and I'm like, "Wow, jump to conclusions that all of a sudden you're not here, something outside the house looks like an ambulance and you think that I have called an ambulance for myself and not told you." <laughs> Yeah, that's the most shocking thing is that they automatically assume it's there to pick you up. I mean, you know, you don't think I would call and say, you know, listen, I'm not feeling good. I just call the ambulance you know, or text you while I'm on the phone with them. We have that technology in phones now. You can do two things at the same time. And it's just it was so funny, man. I was like, yeah, no, I, I think that I would communicate a little bit better with you if I was uh, feeling sick enough or there was an emergency, I had to call an ambulance. One would hope anyway. Yeah. Uh, but the good news is, was the package for you? Was Amazon Prime even there for you? Uh, for me personally? Well, for your house. Uh, yes, for the house. So you, at least you knew you had a package outside. Yeah, we've, Maybe- had, we've had multiple packs come in every day because my sister in Montana has been sending uh, all the packages that she for her kids for Christmas to our house. To your gift wrapping station. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm 
freaking Santa's little helper. You are. You just don't know it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X-Rock. On 100.3, the X. And here's a chance for you to get hooked up with a $25 gift card to Wendy's. You go check out a nice Baconator for yourself if you want, and uh, we'll get you set up with that through the mail if you can figure out Bad Impressions. All right, here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J has prepared three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who or what that famous person is, and boom, you got yourself some Wendy's coming your way. We'll even put it in the mail for you so you don't have to worry about picking it up or anything like that. All the worriness is removed from the equation. You just need to answer the question. Hello, the X. Good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? My name is Shane. All right, Shane. You're up. Safe to say I might be one of Nick's most favored celebrity slash artists of all time. Oh, I got an idea. Give me another one, though. I'm an actor with roles from High Fidelity, Jumanji, and School of Rock. Um, I guess that is Mr. Jack Black. Yeah, you nailed it, man. Well done, Shane. Hang on one second. Dude, we'll hook you up with that Wendy's coming right to you. What was clue three just for fun? I'm one half of Tenacious D. Greatest best band on earth. And why is Jack Black in the news? Now, I know you're not a fan of these things, Nick, but uh, this seems to be uh, right now the internet is petitioning hard for Jack Black to be in the MCU. <laughs> As what? Yeah, that's exactly it. As what? Uh, it doesn't matter. They don't care. <laughs> Uh, even roles that have already been filled. Um, <laughs> one person says they would love to see him as Wilson Fisk. Vincent D'Onofrio did a fantastic job yeah. in the Netflix version. He He's too great. short to be uh, to be Wilson Fisk. Uh, some say Hercules. I didn't know Hercules was in the MCU. He's not? I didn't know. I don't know if Hercules is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's not. Uh, let's see. So there's a, a lot of different people, but they just want him in, in the MCU. They think he's earned it. Well, that's interesting. I mean, uh, I would love to see him in it, of course. But, yeah, it'd have to be a role that kind of makes sense, I suppose. I think but they're just playing off the fact that, listen, they, they don't have to have a certain role. I mean, Rosaria uh, Dawson uh, as a Shaka Tono, uh, that made perfect sense. That made really good sense, and that happened. So people are just like, you got to find a role, though, for him first before you petition it. Right. Right. When uh, when something makes a lot of sense and there's an opportunity to do it, then I get it. Listen, I'm not against it. I'd love to see it, but I'd like to see it any also suggestions? make sense. No, I don't have any suggestions for no. what what he could possibly make sense as. Um, but, you know, I, I wouldn't be against it. I would hope it's not a bad guy. I think he'd be a fun villain uh, also, but I would certainly prefer it to be a hero. But who knows? Uh, here's what we do know. There's a lot of properties coming down the road that people aren't familiar with, you know? So mm-hmm. who knows who we, how he could fit in there. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he could be part of the mortals. I know nothing about that that whole, you know, world that's coming soon to a theater near you or a streaming service You're near right. you. You're right. So maybe, just maybe. You never know, but I ain't against it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. Hey, that is Cleopatric. His song is called Hometown, and that's wrapping up the old morning after with Nick and Big J for the week. Technically, Big J for the year. Think about that. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be the last time that you and I are together in 2020, <laughs> which is crazy. When it's you think sad, about it. but great. Uh, Big J is taking two weeks of vacation, and then he'll return, and I'll be gone until the end of the year and that's how it's going to go but it was a solid show got a big announcement from big j if you missed any of that you check out his official page coming up a little bit later on today on facebook for all the details plus 
we were able to qualify our last person on the morning show for Win Santa Sack, which is going to wrap up today. And, of course, you got three more chances before the whole grand prize gets given away. So continue to listen throughout the day for your chance to get in on that because it is as big as the sack's going to get and pretty awesome that we get to give this thing away. So make sure you're doing it. And, Big J, that leaves you with the floor, my friend. Uh, yeah, gift-buying season is in full effect. And, uh, the num- well, at least according to a survey, the top uh, gift that people are buying for other people, gift card. Gift cards? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's tough when you're, when uh, and sometimes on your list, you haven't been around the people that are on your list, and so you don't know what they really need, yeah, so the gift yeah. card is the least, uh, the path of least resistance. You don't know what awful clothes they're wearing, that's so right. you can't, because that's the second one is clothes, but uh, to, to be able to hook them up with some clothes. <laughs> it's tough to do. Yeah. So stick maybe to the, uh, the gift cards, let them buy their own mistakes themselves. Any gift cards on your list this year? Uh, not so far. There you go, see? Make an account. Yeah, I wrapped everything up uh, yesterday. Everything was done. I am officially finished with my holiday shopping, and all of it now just needs to get to my place. And then I'll start with the wrap. Good luck. Yeah, Your address you. doesn't even exist. I know. Thank you very much. I'm going to need it. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Jason Drew is up next. You guys have a good one. I will see you Monday. It is the 